Welcome back to the Have Not Room. I'm Ben and joined here as always by Chad and Brian. And we are here to talk about a brand new season of Big Brother. Big Brother 23 cast has dropped and we are ready to talk about it. It has been, uh, it's been a minute since we've talked about Big Brother here. But we're uh, we're ready to go, guys. What what are you guys uh you guys you guys ready to go for another three months of uh, Big Brother here? <laughs> hey man, I'm always ready um, to talk about Big Brother. Other than that large gap in which I wasn't on the show last season, in <laughs> which case I was not ready at that point. But I'm ready now. Yeah, we are ready with a brand new cast for uh, American Big Brother, at least. <laughs> yes. Hopefully, not another uh, washout. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> you have uh, 16 brand new faces here. We had, you know, we got our all stars all out of the way last season. So uh, we got that out of our system. It was like yeah. we all want it for so long, yep. and then we got it, and we we're like, oh, actually, no, please don't ever do that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there's uh, there's basically I think a zero percent chance that there will be anybody outside of the 16. So that's beautiful. That's Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, before we get into this cast, though, there has been some info that's dropped about uh, some of the, uh, you know, twists that we're kind of expecting to see, at least in the first half of the game here. Uh, this is modern BBUS, so we have to have uh, a wild game-twisting twist for the first, you know, four or five weeks of the game. Otherwise, you know, these people would just have to play the game of Big Brother, and that's kind of boring, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, I'm just happy that they listen to me and they're doing the Invisible HOH. Um, uh-huh. and they're doing it right, unlike Big Brother Canada. That's right, right, Ben? That's what they're doing? Oh, yeah, we're definitely yeah. Uh, not rehashing a, a format that's been tried three times and has mm-hmm. been kind of a flop every time they've tried it. <laughs> uh, thank God, I'd be terrible if we were doing that. Yeah, uh, definitely not uh, taking a look at what Big Brother Canada did and, you know, noticing, like, the one twist that completely flopped on their season, or, like, okay, we're going to do that, but even crazier. <laughs> Where can uh, I get me some of that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, <laughs> enough passive aggressiveness, but, yeah, we're getting we're getting a, uh, a team twist. This is the fourth uh, season of Big Brother U.S., where the, the contestants will be split up into four teams, in this case, four teams of four, uh, this is, I think, the second season after BB-18 where we get four teams of four. Uh, previously, there have been four teams of three mm-hmm. in BB-11 and 14, if you don't include the coaches as players right off the bat. Right. Um, but yeah, this is the first season where we have a team twist, though, on BBUS without returning players in this format. Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll change and it'll be like slightly less bad. But yeah, uh, right off of the bat... <laughs> I'm not a fan of the team twists. I don't like trying to turn Big Brother into Survivor. But I don't know. What do you guys think, Chad? What do you think of the, the team twist right off the bat? We'll get into the details uh, after, but just on a, on a surface level. No, I, I mean, I agree. It's just, it makes it too, it, it, like you said, it feels like Survivor to me too much. Um, and I imagine, like, you know, it's losing team. You got to pick two nominees out of a losing team. So it's kind of just like. I know. Uh, no. It, it, no. No, I just. I'm no, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it just so like limit, it limits noms too much. Like yeah. when you have mm-hmm. sixteen, well, fifteen people to pick from, it's just it's more up in the air. But when it's one team and you only have 
four people to pick from. It's just it's too narrow. It it limits the scope of what Big Brother as a game is, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't like it. It's just it's too survivory. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Chad. I think nobody really looks back on the big moments from these teams very fondly there was uh glenn getting eliminated on night one not that exciting not that fun to watch um it's a lot more fun his story off of the show say that um (laughs) and then what was the other like big moment i remember from bb18 was like oh wow they're gonna try to take a shot at frank and then it came down to polly and frank for HOH, and they're on the same team, so they can't nominate each other anyways, so it's just like, okay, this kind of sucked all the air out of this, so, you know, whatever you can do to not, you know, take away options for your cast, uh, I I think you should do, so that's the reason why these twists are bad, that limits gameplay, and part of the appealing thing about Big Brother is that it is supposed to be a pretty wide-open game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's get into the specifics of what we know for basically how this will work. Uh, we've been told up front that this will only last for four weeks, which is good. Okay. You know, four weeks okay. is still it's still a lot, but it's mm-hmm. it's not going to last five, six, seven weeks uh, like some Battle of the Block twists or anything like that have in the past. Hey, that was um, a fan favorite twist, Ben. Yeah, he definitely. Said, he told that's me why, that. that's why. That's why. That's why they did it twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, from my understanding, uh, they'll be coming in and they'll have a night one competition uh, where the 16 players will compete and four people will win the night one competition. I believe they're doing this similar to how they did last season, mm-hmm. where each move-in group will play like a mini game uh, among the four of them, and the winner of that mini game will win the power. And those four winners will then become the team captains and pick their teams. Mm-hmm. Um, previously, there's been returning players who have been the ones that have been the team captains to pick the teams. So this is kind of the way they're getting around that. And then from a week-to-week perspective, I believe how it works is, as usual, the team who has the HOH on their team is immune for the week. And then I think there's also going to be a secondary team safety comp that the other three teams will compete in. And the winning team of those three will also then be safe. So there will only be two teams of four that'll dwindle, of which you'll be able to pick your knobs from. That's how I understand this will work for four weeks. Wow, that is so good. Just great. (laughs) Great game, like, making. Yeah. Well, we talked about this in the preseason of BB Can 9, where there are... Looking at our cast assessment tonight, there are certainly going to be players here who will classically be people we would expect to go out in the first few weeks that might end up lasting very deep into the game simply for the fact that they are not able to get nominated for these first few weeks out of, you know, randomness or them being on a strong team. Uh, So that is something that we kind of have to keep in mind uh, in terms of uh, some of our uh, analysis where maybe uh, we might have some non-classic first, second, third, fourth boots here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people who you would expect to flame out early being kind of uh, saved by this twist. Mm. I mean, I guess in that that way, like when you put it that way, you can imagine like if BB-16 had a twist and we get more 
uh, Devin. That would have been fun. So maybe maybe something like that will happen, where a house pariah just sticks around and causes drama and good feeds. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's yeah. The best I mean, we I did do to hype. We it did up. see this. We did see this kind of play out like a little bit in BBKN Nine with Terra ending up getting all the way to third place mm-hmm. because she was somebody who you would expect to be an early target, but mm-hmm. she was on the uh, the dominant team in the first couple of weeks, so she was able to kind of, you know, dodge being that first or second boot. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll maybe see if something like that plays out here. But, Chad, do you have any anything to say about this twist before we move into the cast, now that we've laid, laid it out on the table? I guess there's good and bad to that. You know, having the potential of someone who could be an early boot last longer, I guess, like, maybe we get to see an interesting gameplay of someone who's maybe... I don't know. Like you said, if someone gets booted early, we never get to see how they play. And they're like, oh, remember that one guy who got booted in, like, you know, whatever season? Imagine if he came back and see how he did. It was like um, like David in All-Stars, right? I mean, yeah. he didn't win out, it was, but... It was a huge success, is what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's good and bad. I, I think mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to see, like, non-traditional players go far and see how mm-hmm. they, like, play, but... But I mean, players make it far for a reason, and in normal seasons. So I don't know. I I lean towards the negative on this twist, definitely. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I I am like reflexively, uh, you know, pessimistic about any twist just from history, <laughs> right? There have been very few twists in Modern Big Brother that have panned out well. Uh, you know, I I was I was a. You know, pretty uh, complimentary of the uh, the VIP pass twist of last season. I thought I was thought that was one of the better ones they've done. <clears throat> but um, so yeah, I I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I think that there there have been seasons like BB14 who have had uh, you know these like really bad twists with the teams uh, that turn out to be good seasons, kind of despite it. So. I'm not saying that the twist is going to ruin the the season or anything like that, but you know it's it's not necessarily putting the the best taste in my mouth right off the bat. Yeah, is it messed <laughs> up that they did this without inviting Jody back? I feel like it is. <laughs> this could have been her second chance, man. Yeah, well, they, <laughs> they have, could have had all the night one all, from all the after. previous teams. Mm-hmm. So they have Glenn as well, mm-hmm. and then they have uh, they have. Cameron, they have uh, who would that be? That would be uh, David. Annie. Uh, Annie. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Who is? Who is the? Annie is the first one to be the eleven, right? Mm. Yeah. Is that correct or is that? I don't know. Ben, you're this the is something I should know. <laughs> yeah, this is something I should know. Chad I can see her face. Look pretty. I don't know. I can see her face. I can't. Uh, I can't tell. I can't remember. Okay. But yeah, yeah, her. She could have come back. Yeah. She could have been. Um, but yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been uh, also probably not great. But you know, okay. Well, we're getting a little too deep into the weeds here on a twist that we're completely speculating on. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into this Pretty cast. Far for the course for. Us. We have we have sixteen. Yeah. We have sixteen people with very little limited information about them. Uh, to speculate on instead, so and we're gonna pick uh, a winner out of yeah just cast bios. Let's yeah, I believe go. I believe videos are supposed to come out 
Monday is what yeah. I've heard. Uh, help us today, but it'll be hilarious when we like mm-hmm. get people who are just not like at all what we think they are from these yep. bios. So I'm kind of into it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> up go. All right, let's start out. Let's just go in alphabetical order on the the CBS webpage here. Uh, let's start off with. Uh, 24-year-old Alyssa Lopez, a swimmer designer from Sarasota, Florida. Uh, Alyssa describes herself as witty, sarcastic, and outgoing. Chad, do you have any uh, first thoughts here on Alyssa? She's one of the girls in this cast that I think has some potential. Um, I mean, she seems like kind of in that sweet spot of she's pretty decently in shape it says in her bio you know she did like 10 years of gymnastics or whatever um says she runs her own business so she got the the smart she's got the you know the physical aspect to some degree as well so who knows i mean i think she's kind of in that sweet spot like i was saying just because there's yeah i mean there's other people we'll get into too but she's kind of in the middle to me so she's someone i could definitely see being a pretty good strategic threat kind of not like beth from bb can nine but in that like realm maybe but again there's not too much to go off of outside of you know we need to see videos first to really see how they act in person but i like her i think she'll be middle of the pack if at least jury yeah um go ahead go ahead brian i was just gonna say i think uh she's gonna be the first example of like when I was reading the bios, I was like, oh, she's talking about BB-11. She must be a big fan. And then as I read more bios, I was like, oh, so they made them watch BB-11 in Sequester. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Um, well, actually, I mean, I mean, I agree with that 100%. There were multiple people who brought up the coup d'etat and Jeff and Jordan. But she specifically does also mention that she has religiously watched Big Brother since she was 11 years old. And that, and that the math checks out there to her starting watching during season 11. Okay. But she also says, the first season I ever watched was season 11. So okay. I believe she ha- started watching season 11 and has watched ever since. All right. That, that is fair because the first season I ever watched live was BB-14, so it did have a mm-hmm. big impact. So I probably wouldn't say Dan's funeral uh, because it'd be like cliche, but I could see like... I could a lot of people did it anyways. Yes, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that, that they did. But yeah, I think, you know, she's good. She... Seems young and athletic, which I think will greatly benefit her. Um, she says she wants to bring a DVD of all the seasons of The Office. Um, does not mention a DVD player or a TV, so not great right there. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of forethought. Not a lot of forethought, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like the people who, when like, they go on Survivor and they're like, I want to bring an iPod. Like, that would be mm-hmm. good for a day. <laughs> and yeah. then not good. And then dies. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see with her. So I'm not down on her from her bio mm-hmm. at all. Um, I think she's definitely someone who, given the right circumstances, given the right luck of the draw on the teams, could go far. And, again, we're just reading the bios. We don't know. We could watch the videos on Monday and be like, wow, she is off-putting. And <laughs> this yep. is wrong. So. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. up for I agree. right now. I agree. I have her pretty high on my list uh, right now. Uh, I like that she's a fan and like she's watched the show for over a decade. Uh, so that's like there are a lot of fans seemingly on this cast. Yes. Uh, so maybe that's not as much of like a silver bullet as it would on normal season. 
Uh, but it's still definitely uh, a big thumbs up for me. Uh, I, you know, she's yeah, young, pretty. She's probably going to end up in a showman's. Uh, and contrary to what other people on this cast have said in their bios, uh, in modern Big Brother, being in a showman's is fantastic mm-hmm. if you're not like completely incompetent at Big Brother. Right. Uh, it's like a really, really good uh, like golden ticket to the jury phase, probably going deep into the game if you're both decent players. Uh, so I, I think that she has that going for her. Uh, she seems to have a good head on her shoulders as far as like understanding the game. Uh, my two biggest red flags are that she mentioned that she's never left Sarasota, uh, which is not super great that you've like basically never left where you've grown up uh, by the time you've turned 24. Uh, and also there was another red flag that I cannot remember off the top of my head now. Uh, that was the big one for me. Uh, was just not having the life experience of having traveled around and met a lot of people from mm. different walks of life. Um, but otherwise, I, I think she... I agree she's probably locked in for at least jury. If she gets into a showman's or a dominant alliance, I think she'll probably go pretty deep. And uh, yeah, from there, you know, if she's if she's got a good grasp of the game, you never know. Yeah. That reminds me, um, talking about showmances. Uh, big congratulations to Christmas in Memphis, America's sweethearts uh, mm-hmm. from last year. They're engaged, apparently. So, you know, the speculation was correct. Yeah, I mean, you know, we cannot have a Big Brother season without a showman's, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we thought we would get it with BB-22 because most of them were married or in relationships or they were, like, you know, old or not interested in having showmances. But they still found a way, even with both of them being in relationships, coming into the house to leave the house in a, in a showman's. Love finds a way, Ben. I don't know what to say. That's true. For Christmas true. over here. <laughs> um, but yeah. Christ. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like Alyssa a lot. I liked the paragraph she wrote for her strategy. I think that she has a lot of upside. Um, and, you know. Well, well, we'll see. Uh, I definitely, I definitely keeping an eye on her uh, heading into the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up on our list, we have uh, Aza Awasom. We have uh, she is thirty from Baltimore, and she is a director of sales operations. Brian, you have any first thoughts here about Aza? Um, we have very similar jobs. Um... <laughs> Just similar <laughs> what what it's called. I have no idea what her version of it is. But I love, love that her favorite moment was uh, Keisha's birthday. I think all of us can get behind that. Um, yeah, that would be my choice if I was asked this question. really well, I feel <laughs> like, right? For for her, like, oh yeah, she must be a fan. I think that's good. Um, you know, she, she also says that June's her favorite player. I think that's mm. good if she plays like mm. June, obviously. Um, so I I think I'm excited to see her play. I want to see her video. I want to, like, really, you know, get to, like, know what kind of player she is from that. But from this bio right away, like, big thumbs up. Alyssa was a thumbs up. Uh, she's a big thumbs up. Yep. No, I 100% agree. Uh, we're definitely starting out strong here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> back to back, Alyssa and Aza, I think, are, are both very high on my list in terms of uh, potential uh, 
really solid players heading in. Uh, I agree. I do like that. This is probably the first time in years I've seen somebody bring up Kuhn and Allison the uh, cast bio. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't exactly. Uh, she says that they dominated the house with loyalty only to each other. Uh, that's you know a little bit of a oversimplification of June and Allison. Uh, <laughs> they were, were they kind of didn't like each other and basically worked with each other in the end game out of uh, necessity because they knew that they could only beat each other in the final two, uh, and they still kind of ended up not super liking each other, or not only being loyal to each other out of necessity. However, I do like that she brought them up and clearly has seen BB four at some point. Uh, and, you know, she mentions, as you said, uh, uh, BB-14, BB-10. There's a lot of things that she mentions here that demonstrates that she is a longtime fan of the show. Uh, I like that she is a traveler. Uh, I like her kind of uh, view of the game in terms of, like, you know, she kind of lives uh, like a, a kind of a selfless life, but she understands that that's not going to translate into the game, and so she's going to play a very selfish game. Uh, the fact that she has so many cousins because her grandfather was a polygamist is interesting, <laughs> and also also kind of uh, you know means that she uh, has a big family, so she's used to dealing with uh, a situation where she's surrounded by a lot of people at once, mm. and needs to like you know make herself be seen. Um, yeah, pretty much the only yeah. the only the only thing I'm not a big fan of is she is very obviously against getting into a showmance and like I said I think getting into a showmance is correct if you're young and attractive and single and you're going on Big Brother I think it's just it, it's just right to get into a showmance I know fans for the most part hate showmances I personally don't like watching people just laying in bed all day snuggling and kissing but from a, a pure strategic perspective I want to say 100% it is correct to get into a showmance if you can. Mm. Yeah. But She's letting her grandfather that... down, honestly, by not wanting to be yeah. in the showmance. Uh, yeah. Her, her <laughs> grandfather didn't have six showmances for her to have none. Yeah. Let's get let's run the tape on the grandfather for those who didn't read the bio. Six wives, 47 children, and 300 um, grandchildren from that. So she has 300 cousins. Whew. Those are some big numbers. Those are some Hall of Fame polygamy numbers. Yeah. Those are some, those are some Mormon numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> geriatric gangster over here. Good for him. He's the... Yeah. So, I mean, that... Yeah. I, I, I like her a lot. Chad, what do you think about her? No, I mean, you guys said everything, basically, but I agree. Um, remember the showman's thing? I think... It's, I mean, at least have like a flirt mance type of situation where someone wants you around just so they can keep flirting with you or they like you enough. But no, another strong hitter right off the gate. I think she'll she'll do well. She's high up on my list for now. Um, Absolutely. So. And she's 30. I think 30 is like a sweet spot for reality TV where you're, yes. you're still young. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not just saying that because I'm ter- like careening towards 30 myself but uh you're still youngish um but you have lived and you have like had to work and you know she's a director of sales operations you don't get you know up to that without being able to work with different people especially in Uh like sales i don't know the path she took to get there obviously but presumably she's a people person to you know get up there in her career so yeah exciting excited 
Yeah, for sure. And, you know, this is just a bio as well. There are plenty of people in the preseason who have said, absolutely no, I will not get into a showman's. And then, you know, cut to three weeks later and they're in a showman's. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'll am i take that with a grain of salt, no matter how many times she says it in her bio. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Brent Champagne. <laughs> We have, uh, he is 28 from Cranston, Rhode Island, and he is a flight attendant. Uh, Brian, what are your immediate thoughts here on Brent? So immediately, uh, so in the duo section, um, he says Tyler and Angela. I mm-hmm. feel like the, the duo is Tyler and Casey from that season, personally. Like, mm-hmm. those two are really the ones who, like, shaped especially the end game of that season for me. So, like, oh, yeah. the fact that he's just, like, looking at them doesn't bode well for me in terms of reading and paying attention to what's happening in -hmm. the game. Um, Obviously he's from new England, so that's good. Uh, Soft spot from that, from us. Um, He's an athlete and yeah, I, you know, nothing from his bios stands out to me too much except for the not including Casey as the duos, but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, I think he's middle of the pack. I'm not as high on him as the last two. Yeah, yeah. what are your thoughts, Chad? I'm in the same boat as Brian. I, I, I might even have him a little lower, but he's, I think it'll be fun on camera because he even says it as about he loves seeing the faces on people when they get backdoored. So I feel like that, I mean, maybe that means he's going to be a savage, which would be kind of cool. <laughs> maybe he's, He definitely be a use more of that, right? Like, yeah, everyone right? loves mm-hmm. to talk about the back door. No one seems to be using the back door anymore. Right, mm-hmm. everyone's so, like, scared to do it. They're afraid to hurt feelings. But, like, this guy says, screw it, do it. Um, so I think he is commenting a little too much on his just athletic ability. So I feel like, I mean, you can't be an 100% physical threat in Big Brother. There's ways the game can get around it i mean unless you get picked for veto every time where you're constantly on the block then you know he could be easily susceptible to a backdoor himself so i don't know he he's kind of lower on my list but definitely not the lowest so we'll see mm-hmm. yeah i think the best case scenario for this guy is he ends up in a showman's with somebody like Alyssa, and uh ends up you know letting her kind of take a strategic reign and uh, him kind of take the uh, comp reins. He mentions multiple times about his charm. Uh, he says he has ch- his powerful charm. Uh, so I-, I think most people who are actually charming usually don't talk up their charm to that degree as much, but we'll see. Definitely, we have on this cast maybe three to four kind of uh, this like kind of douche bro meathead kind of vibe guys. Of those, I do think that Brent has the the highest ceiling, probably. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know if he has an insane amount of uh, win equity. Probably going to make it into, like, the mid-jury area, uh, and then from there it'll be kind of a, uh, you know, a toss-up of whether he can pull anything off or go in a comp run. Mm. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Brittany D'Angelo. Uh, she's a 24-year-old kindergarten teacher from Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, what are your thoughts about Brittany here? Not not uh, Bertini. Yeah, I thought you know if, yeah, it, 
She's not a Dratini, you know. She's not a Martini. She's Brit Brittini. Uh, Brittany D'Angelo. What are your thoughts, Chad? Yeah, I read it as Brittini as well. But, um, she's. I mean, she's interesting to me because, you know, she has a lot of favorite duos. Derek and Cody, which is my personal favorite. Uh, she has Tyler and Angela, but she also puts Tyler and Casey. So. All right, right. I'll allow it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we just had. I'm like, it wasn't there someone who mentioned Tyler and Casey at least, and it was her. Yeah. Davon and Bailey, which I okay. was a couple times mentioned in this cast list, mm. and then mm. Paul and Victor, which I thought was interesting. Um, yeah. So Friendship. she's really watched at least more recent seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, she also, you know, she seems to have the smarts to some degree if she's a teacher, even if it is kindergarten. Um, but. Then she mentions she's like a black belt, which is kind of cool. So she has an interesting background for sure. Um, I don't see like too many red flags. I think, you know, she might be someone who could be on the outs. Um, just, you know, based on this cast list and the, you know, the general feel of it. Uh, I could see her being on the outs with another cast member that we'll probably talk about in a bit. But she's also middle of the pack for me. I don't see her winning but i also don't see her you know going first but maybe pre-jury for this one yeah i agree i'll go uh i i agree 100 percent with what you just said where i also got the feeling with this cast that she'll probably end up on the outs or not like super socially integrated based off of her bio she seems very like a hundred percent all the time kind of energy i don't know if that's gonna really like you know blend in with the rest of this cast but she has fun facts about herself she's listed basically more than most biographies uh under that list of fun facts about herself uh i feel like that she's definitely uh going to be a uh kind of a uh somebody to run her mouth about herself and talk a lot uh, that's kind of the feel that I'm getting. I don't know if that's going to, to play super well with this cast. Um, I did like that she mentioned... She was one of, like, two or three people to mention uh, Dan snaking Shane at the Final Four as one of her favorite moments. Uh, she also mentions the reset button week, which is... <laughs> you, know, you take the good with the bad, but it's all right. <laughs> I mean, if she hates Frankie, I'm sure that was great. When Frankie's her winner pick is nope. not so tight. <laughs> well, she said um, she said that she liked Frankie, but uh, liked the twist despite the fact that it screwed Frankie. Okay, so that's just the wrong side of history entirely. Yeah, that's yeah. It's that's it's certainly an opinion, and it's something she says uh, that she, as a fan, cannot not pick it, uh, which is odd, uh, but. You know, but so you, yeah, can. There, you can. Yeah, <laughs> okay. there are plenty. Of, there are plenty of fans in this cast that didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't necessarily, but uh, um, but yeah, I yeah, I'm not getting great vibes from Brittany. Uh, I definitely think that she could uh, annoy potentially some people and end up uh, being an early casualty if she doesn't get lucky with the uh, the twist comp outcomes. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know how I love uh, that moment in BB14 when Dan snakes Shane. Um, I've watched it 
you know, probably like once every couple months since it happened on YouTube, just because it's just so fucking cold and just so amazing. So I'm down for that. Um, she said one of her favorite things to do is TikTok. So I looked up her on TikTok. She has 167,000 followers. So pretty nice. Oh. Uh, pretty good. Um, go. She does dance TikTok. So not, not really my speed on there, <laughs> but, you know, to each their own. Um, so yeah, she's like a, a mid tier influencer, I would say like low key. Um, I don't think that helps her at all. Uh, in, in big brother, other than it's an interesting fact and maybe she can use the social media strategy, um, that I proposed last season. (laughs) Um, but I doubt she will. So yeah, I'm I'm lukewarm on her as well. Yeah, she has a lot of interesting facts about herself, but none of the... the when, I mean, when she's I got through, a lot of facts, that's for sure. Yeah, when I went through casting for BB19, I think, uh, there was a, there was a woman that she reminds me of where we had like a group casting situation and uh, we were going around introducing ourselves and talking about ourselves. There was this woman who listed like every interesting thing that she ever did in her entire life uh for like a solid like two and a half minutes until the casting person like to cut her off um yeah so that's kind of the vibes i got uh, and i immediately did not uh like that woman <laughs> she, just, <laughs> she just had like an energy about her that made me you know not uh not want to really you know be at that uh at that bar anymore so mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of the vibes I'm getting off of Brittany, so we'll see. Uh, obviously, this is all from a bio, so this is this is very very light reads, but right. yeah, not not a great first impression for me. Mm. All right, let's move on to Christian Birkenberger. Uh, Christian, uh, fun fact, I believe, is an alternate uh, for this. There was uh, a player named I believe Garrett who was swapped out. I think very late in the situation uh and christian was an alternate uh that's probably not going to matter at all because you know nobody's really going to know uh and it doesn't actually play into anything but interesting little factoid uh is there any leak as to why there was a swapper um no just speculation i think there are people speculating uh, you know, all kinds of different things. I'm not going to... No, know, it's not our place to... Yeah, I don't yeah. know if there was like a... Sorry. No, no, nothing. It, it was, um, I think it was very, very recent uh, based mm-hmm. off of what people have found through digging through the uh, the CBS uh, back end. Mm-hmm. Is um, pictures so low res? <laughs> uh, perhaps. Uh, also on, I think, the... Um, the thing, the graphic that Julie shared. It's why he is the name that is out of alphabetical oh, order. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where he is between uh, Frenchie and Hannah, where Garrett's picture had previously been. Mm. Um, but yeah, interesting factoid. Doesn't really matter at all, but you know, I'm sure a lot of people will spend uh, the next few days creating rampant speculation as to why that happened. Uh, Should be fun, yeah. very healthy stuff happening online, as always. Yep, that's a Big Brother fan, uh, fandom for you. Uh, but yeah, Christian is 23, and he is a general contractor assistant from Harlington, Connecticut. And uh, he is a uh, Zanke fan, 
Uh, you know, another another. I think there are at least four Frankie Grande fans. Uh, this yeah, four out of Frankie's all. like seven yeah. fans on the yeah. season. Um, on the same uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Brian. What are your thoughts here on Christian? Um, he's he's like the definition of just like I don't know how to like white bread. I don't know. He's just like not that interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the most interesting part about him is that he said that Jeff used the coup d'état to backdoor Jessica. Um, which, you know, I think we all still feel bad for her to this yep. day. Um, Jessica was robbed. But... Yep, definitely. Um, it's really uh, it's really crazy how he uh, he was able to go back in time and uh, and swap out uh, Jesse Goddard's for Jessica Graff at uh, mm-hmm. the last moment. Yeah, and, she was uh, his alternate, much like <laughs> he's the alternate. Um, yeah. Also, his life motto is deranged. Um, It's sometimes your ice pop falls on a penny, which sounds Mm -hmm. like what someone says as they're having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Like, right before you're all aware that it's happening, someone just says that, and you're like, are you okay? And then it's like, it sounds like something like a dementia adult grandfather would say. Yeah, like, okay, uh, as like, like a piece of wisdom. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, thanks, 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 Gramps. <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes <laughs> Ross Pop falls on a penny, son. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've, he's only had one girlfriend. Not to brag. He's only had one yeah. girlfriend. So Yeah, that, that's, that seems like a very, that seems like kind of a, a low-key humble drag, right? Yeah, it does. It does. Like, I have... <laughs> Had one, well, I don't know because it's, it's either like very weird, like he's had one girlfriend for a long time, or one time mm. he dated a girl, right? I think, <laughs> like, or maybe he, he's like, you know, I mean, look at me, right? You'd expect me to have so many girlfriends, <laughs> but it's really interesting. I've only actually had one. <laughs> fun fact, fun facts, like, I yeah. guess, man, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was great, or it was great, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, not a lot to, I, I assume his, his bio is so, like, sparse because he's an alternate and probably had to write it, like, kind of quickly at the last minute. That's my guess, I hope, because otherwise, <laughs> not great. Yeah. And uh, also, yeah, no Chad, one proofread it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, Jessica, yep. We gotta, we gotta get this shit up on the, <laughs> on the site. There's also a typo in it because he lo- apparently loves mini gold. I love mini gold too. <laughs> if I mini gold, yeah. I would be pretty freaking hyped about it. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, no, it was clearly put together and no one read it. But um, yeah. like you said, he's he's very basic. Like, yeah, he's that's a better basic, way to put it. Yeah, basic twenty. I will say twenty three. You said twenty three year old guy. Nothing really stands out. Like he's kind of. I can't tell if he's, like, sarcastic or not, because he always says, like, oh, I'm such a joy. Um, I, I want to appear fun and clueless. Or, like, mm-hmm. okay, Hex, I look good in it. That's what I would bring in the house. It's like, okay. And then he's like, well, I want to bring my cologne because it makes me literally irresistible. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the guy, and I'm like, I don't know, man. But that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's basic. I think I feel like he'll probably be, like the third or fourth in, in a majority alliance kind of deal 
Like, right. he won't be too important to the Alliance. He'll just kind of be in it because he's an athletic young guy. Yep. Uh, I mean, he doesn't say he's athletic, but he mentions a few different sports, and he does a lot of... You know, I assume when it says my yeah. ring, it reminds me to play through things. That's like a high school championship ring. Like, right? Excuse what does that mean if not? <laughs> yeah, an engagement, engagement ring. The one girl. Mm-hmm. One girl who managed to steal this like mm-hmm. Adonis of a man. <laughs> but, but either way, um, no, nah, I mean, middle of the pack yet again. I don't think he'll be first, but I definitely don't see him in top three at all. Yeah. I mean, I can get behind his favorite food being chicken and waffles. Red chicken waffles is pretty great. Yeah, I mean, he likes disc golf, so that, that's a check yeah, for me. Like, so. Yeah, he seems like a normal, like, tangentially relatable dude who probably won't really uh, offend many people and will, like you said, kind of get dragged into an alliance and end up getting picked off somewhere in the mid-game. Mm-hmm. Randomly, um, yeah, that's pretty much my uh, my you know assessment of him as well. Uh, but again, not much to go on uh, because his bio is quite short, um, and you know maybe he could surprise us. You never know. He's a Birkenberger man, just a plain hamburger. Yep. He's he's a, a, a hamburger wearing uh, Birkenstocks and a bucket hat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move on to our next player here, Christy Valdeseri, a 27-year-old professional dancer from Philadelphia, but who now lives in uh, NoHo, in North Hollywood, California. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a move. Uh, makes sense for the career, though. And uh, also, uh, as you'll see later in our bio, she talks about her uh, bald tourage, uh group which I looked up, and it was started by her, and it's, uh, I think it's a, uh, like a social support group for women who are uh, bald, primarily from medical conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, for instance, I believe she has alopecia, mm-hmm. uh, and so there's, you know, women who have alopecia or who have lost their hair from, like, chemo treatment for therapy uh, for uh, cancer and stuff like that. Uh, definitely... A uh, very cool uh, cause that she has uh, created around herself. Um, yeah, I mean, but, that's, that's so fucking rough. Especially yeah. for, like, us guys, if it happens, we just got to bear it mm-hmm. and go with it. And it's a yeah. lot more, like, normal. But uh, um, it's, that's a yeah. fucking tough draw. So, yeah, the worst thing for guys, the worst thing for guys is that people might think you're, like, a skinhead. It's pretty much the... Uh... <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the only. Or, uh, or you might get like confused with like Dana White or Joe Rogan, like grouped into mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I've shaved my head bald uh, twice in the last five years, so definitely uh, not a huge deal uh, yeah. for uh, for me, but uh, definitely understandable uh, and definitely cool that she's created that uh, that social group around her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, also a dancer. I believe there are, again, a number of dance. There's a lot of weird kind of, uh, like, people who have Lines. said, yeah, kind of similar things in their bios. Yeah. I believe there are a couple of other dancers uh, on the cast as well. Maybe not as professional uh, as she is, but maybe more amateur dancers. Um, 
But uh, yeah, very cool. Uh, she seems really interesting, but I'm I'm not a hundred percent sold on her ability to play Big Brother well. Uh, okay. I don't know. What what are your thoughts on uh, on uh, Chris Christie here, Chad? I think you hit the nail on the head, and she's an awesome person. It seems just all around. Like I feel like she'd be really fun to talk to. But in terms of Big Brother, what kind of stood out to me is when she mentions her favorite past moment. And she just mentions that she loves Haley, who, and the thing she loves about her is that she was honest with Bailey and telling her that she's the hacker. And that was a mature move. It's mm-hmm. a mature move outside of Big Brother. But, yeah. like, I mean, I don't remember, like, the exact scenario and how that all played out, but Haley didn't win. So, like, I it didn't play out game. great. <laughs> She, she does accurately say it wasn't her best game move, you know, to be right. fair. It was right. it was definitely one of Haley's worst game moves uh, of, of several. Sure. Mm. But, I mean, even if she was one of the other 15 people that said Dan's funeral was their favorite moment, then it would have been better than that. But, I don't know. I think she has a lot to prove. I think she'll be, like, a really fun like sociable person in the house but in terms of gameplay i don't know if she has the guts to you know make that final push when she's sitting at like final six to mm-hmm. put herself in a winning position but i think she'll probably make it kind of far i think at least jury yeah Maybe. no for it's, sure it's, i like her i like her drive i like her energy uh i i just am very I'm very pessimistic about her ability to actually uh, pull it together in terms of uh, gameplay, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe could uh, she could you know be a be a happy surprise. What do you think, Brian? Well, she's definitely an alpha type personality. I mean, most people who get on the show are mm-hmm. um, like most of the things she talks about is just like doing a lot of things which is like very alpha and very not me like just reading her bio is exhausting enough let alone starting (laughs) clubs and all that she's vegan um and a pescatarian which is i guess that's a fun fact i don't know um luckily they still have all those v that vegan food from uh from tyler and danny last season hopefully true yeah hopefully um Oh, maybe they have a little bit of leftover. What was it like tofu ham that they made? Fessy mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> eat. Fessy eat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she says that she gave five piercings to herself, which is insane to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's not normal, right? I don't have any piercings. I don't really get the subculture, but like stabbing yourself with a needle sounds awful. Um, Green metal. Yeah, it is. So maybe she'll be good at like endurance comp she can handle pain mm-hmm. really trying to read between the lines with just these bios to go off of here yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess it's, uh, it depends where all those 11 piercings are but if they're where we're thinking then i don't know if there's a consensus of where we're thinking chat <laughs> no um, oh boy but yeah <laughs> like, even worse speculation than what happened to garrett <laughs> Yeah, call Twitter up. We're off Garrett. Where are these piercings that she did herself? <laughs> this is the what we need BB Twitter to find out for us. Um, but yeah, I like. I don't want to repeat, but like exactly what Chad said. But I also was like, 
that's a weird moment to have your favorite moment be Bailey telling, um, rather Haley telling Bailey about the hacker. Um, the only worst one would have been like my favorite moment was when Haley didn't stop Fessy from voting off Scotty for no reason. Um, those are the two things I remember about Haley. And, uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, no, definitely a, a we'll see situation there. Uh, I, I'm leaning more towards the negative, but I think there's definitely enough there where she could surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more right. excited to talk about the next guy, to be honest. Oh, for sure. I mean, look, the second I saw this cast, I was like, okay, Brian's going to be all over this guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> especially after I saw the TikTok that he references. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we have uh, our uh, next player on the cast. Uh, Derek Frazier, our first uh, Derek of two, so this will be Derek F. Both uh, spelled the same other... way, despite there being a range of ways to spell Derek. Like, yeah, I mean, there's there's primarily two. Yeah, yeah. You got, well, you got this the D E R E K D E R R E K or D E R I C K. So those well, are the D D E R R I C K, like Derek yeah. Lasser. Right. Yeah. So who he mentions in his bio. As he should. He's going to carry the torch now. There's yep. going to be a Derek fight at some point. We know it. Oh, yep. Yeah. There has to be an Alpha <laughs> Derek. <laughs> the Derekest Derek. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Derek Kessler uh, from uh, BB Can 6 as well will show up. It'll be good. Uh, he uh-huh. really fucking buries the lead of his bio. Um, his dad is fucking Joe Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> like wise, wise, very... rest, rest in peace. Yes. Rest in peace. Yeah. Joe Frazier, yeah. Like one of, you know, the premier boxers of his era. Like the man yeah. fought Muhammad Ali, like that's buried so far down. Yeah. Um But yeah, no, like like you said, uh he seems fun. He's <laughs> I I did think it was funny that he's like you know, talking up fitness. Like I like I also lift a lot of weights and don't, like, do a lot of fat-burning exercises. <laughs> like, I wouldn't lead with, like, I'm a fitness freak, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, um, right. But to each their own. Uh, he seemed very fun. That TikTok um, where, I don't know if you've seen it. If you haven't, I'm sure you can find it on BB Reddit or BB Twitter right now, where he says that I can't get drunk from champagne and it smash cuts to him singing drunkenly uh, over presumably mimosas. Very fun. Um, he says, I know how to box. I would imagine he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad Makes sense. was Joe Frazier. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I like him a lot. And he also says that one of the things that he wants to bring in is this PlayStation because he's going to miss playing video games. I would also miss playing video games a lot if I went into the Big Brother house. So, yeah, no, this is my guy right here. Um, as yeah. you said, Ben, you, you knew, like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is going to be my dude to root for. I, so. I was like, I was like, okay, we're going to probably do winner picks. Brian, me, Chad, based off of the placement for BB Can 9. Mm-hmm. So I can just lock in. This guy's going to be Brian's winner pick. So I have the rest of the 15 for the field <laughs> to pick from who I want. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. No, I love him. He seems really fun. Uh, I like that he references BB-8 with uh, Dick and Jen and their arguments. Definitely a very odd pull. But, you know, I, I, I appreciate the amount of... 
uh, random pulls from uh, like earlier Big Brother seasons that this cast has kind of come out with. So, uh, you know, I, I'll take it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be great. Uh, I'm excited to see him on the show. I'm I'm very hopeful that he, uh, you know, he uh, does well in the game as well. Uh, I think that he he seems to have probably the social chops to be able to to do that. Uh, my my worry would probably be uh, like late game competition wise, uh, but you know we were surprised in VCan nine with Kiefer's competition ability. Uh, although Kiefer did uh, kind of peter out in the end game uh, in terms of comps, so but we'll see. Uh, I definitely, uh, I'm definitely cautiously optimistic about Derek F's chances. What are your thoughts here, Chad? I like him for all the same reasons you guys do. I just hope he lasts long so we can see more of him. <laughs> but I think he hit the nail on the head with the end game. Like if he makes it that far, it's going to be a uphill battle for him, at least in terms of comp wins mm-hmm. and final three comp. I don't think he's winning that. So. And he's as sociable as he seems to be, and like just based on that TikTok and this this bio, like he'd have to be sitting next to like a real like this guy's gonna win if I don't take him. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, but no, I like this guy. Uh, I'm I'm glad he's your winner pick already, Brian. We're <laughs> <laughs> spoiling the end of the podcast here a little bit, yeah. uh, potentially. Um, yeah, no, I so funny. It was Ben literally said, I know Brian's gonna pick, and I was like, I have barely seen anything, but I'm going to pick Derek. And Ben was like, Yeah, I know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, Uh, one of the easiest pulls I uh, pulls in my life there, and I'm making that call. Mm yeah, I, I'm excited. I, I think he'll be a real character, and I, I hope that he also uh, ends up being a good player as well, just so we can see as much of him as possible. Mm. Um, it's going to be like a fan favorite type. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. That's yeah. the vibe. Um, all right, moving on here to our second Derek on the cast, Derek X, uh, Derek Zhao. Uh, he's a 24-year-old startup founder. Uh, he is originally from Baltimore, but now lives in good old NYC. Mm. Chad, what are your thoughts here on our second Derek of the cast? I feel like just like our other Derek, this Derek's cut from the same cloth as Benny Sharon. <laughs> with the other Derek being cut from Brian's cloth here. But um... <laughs> Hopefully these start a podcast afterwards. we got to find Chad's surrogate <laughs> in this cast, and the three of them can start a competing podcast. <laughs> But no, this guy's uh, yeah, right. This guy seems cool. I mean, he, he's like a genius just based on his bio, and yeah. he mentions uh, Doctor Will and Mike Boogie, so uh, Chill Town. So that's good. No one else mentioned mm-hmm. them, so clearly he's... Oh, there was one other. There was one other moment. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. Um, his favorite moments: dance funeral, which, I mean, it's a respectable yep. moment, um, mm-hmm. and. You know, he wants to just build friendships and alliances. He doesn't really mention anything about his um, physical or comp game, so I imagine he's definitely going to be a, more of a strategic player, not focused on comp wins, which I can also respect. Um, he did say cool. in his bio about comps that he rented a city bike to compete in a triathlon and promptly crashed it. So mm-hmm. read into yeah. that what you will. Um, <laughs> he tore to France, too, yeah, if you will. Yeah. 
Well, I have seen pictures of him, and he—I'm pretty sure he's pretty jacked. Hell yeah! He's, right. he's got like—he's got like a—he's got like a six-pack. Oh my god! Um, is it like so... a skinny six-pack though, or is it like a? Yeah, I think yeah, he's like a like a thin-toned kind right. of situation. So. That's good. That's like the ideal body type for like um, hanging on the wall type competition yeah. and stuff. That's so. a great. That's a great endurance uh, endurance comp uh, body type for sure. Mm. Um. Sorry, so, yeah. I completely interrupted you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, that pretty much wraps up. He seems like a pretty genuine dude, where his starter company is, says ships meal kits by food influence across the U.S., so. Mm-hmm. Maybe pretty... him and Brittany can get together, ship some, yeah. ship some meals to her fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so seems like a pretty genuine dude that we could all get along with, but I, I think he could go far if he plays the right game. Hmm. Maybe I'd be hard pressed to see him win out, though. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have to either be like a partner up with a big buff dude or someone who's you know good at comps. Whether he, I mean, mental comps, this guy's probably got to unlock. So we'll see. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think you know, as any nerd like archetype is gonna have to fight against the just like immediately perception of like oh he must be really smart he's gonna be good at you know mental mm-hmm. comps like that's just part of honestly wearing glasses into the bb house um, yep. like it's, it's not fair but it is what it is um <laughs> but yeah he does actually seem legitimately smart he's 24 years old and he's you know uh, the head of a startup yeah uh, company mm-hmm. um Definitely more than I can say, even now at older than 24. So Mm -hmm. that's impressive. Um, Moving to the city from his hometown, that's great. Uh, New York is probably a great way to prepare for Big Brother in terms of all the different personalities that you'll meet and interact with in that city. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's great. Obviously, mentioning Chilltown, you like that. not so much anymore outside of the house, but he, inside the house, like you said, they looked like you were having a great time. Mm-hmm. They definitely were. Yeah, emphasis on the word. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, I like him. I, I, He's going to have to overcome the immediate... It's in Survivor 2. It's in Big Brother. The nerd archetype always pegged right away. It's like, you got to watch out for that guy. He's going to be smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but if he can overcome that, I think he, he could do well. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I think, uh, I think he could do well as well. Uh, he is one of the other people who mentioned that they had taken dance classes or is into yeah. dance um, potentially. Dance. Yeah, uh, he definitely seems like he has like a wide variety of uh, of interests that could like allow him to bond with like kind of a uh, a big group of people. And I think that is probably his biggest stumbling block coming in. It's just kind of forming himself into some kind of a clique or a group. Uh, where he like is able to feel comfortable uh, within that social structure. Uh, I do think you know, based off of looking at his physique and kind of uh, the way that he's talking about strategy, his upside is probably going to be something like Ian Terry. And you know, you mentioned that there there is kind of a stigma about like you know needing to watch out for like the the nerdy type. But it's been a while since like that archetype has done well on the show. Uh, like well, Steve it's Moses. because of the ghost of Ian yeah. and Steve. Like, right. Even it's Steve had to years. overcome the ghost of Ian at the beginning yeah. of that game. Yeah. 
it's been six years though since Steve won. Uh, and I do think that he kind so of Fred, don't say that. Uh, I have to accept I'm old. <laughs> six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I remember me and Chad watching that finale together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. Come on. Um yeah, um definitely um I I definitely think that he has the potential to not only be uh strategically competent but also based off what I've seen from his physique to be able to uh, do well in some of these endgame comps. Uh, so yeah, I do think his, his biggest stumbling block will be getting through these first few weeks. He might be the kind of person who uh, can benefit from this team twist um, if he ends up in a position where he's able to uh, form like kind of an unnatural uh, group from the teams or to be able to have a week or two of safety to get in uh, integrated into a social structure a little bit more uh, uh, seamlessly. That's probably uh, his upside for me. I definitely think he has a high ceiling, uh, but it's definitely he's definitely a, one of the more uh, uh, high variance players for me coming in. Because mm-hmm. yeah, he's definitely like ideally he would hook up with like I'm kind of like meathead-ish character and they'd have you know a yeah like where he's the brains they're the brawn or yep. you could have other like not strict like someone who is a big fan and is strategic that's how i would want to be in it mm-hmm. like i would love to ally with someone like that because it's like the reverse of like meat shield it's like the nerd shield mm-hmm. like people are gonna think that they're the strategic one and you right can, kind of have them in front of you you know sure no definitely something like a brent or a travis i could see that with uh, potentially um we'll see yeah definitely i think yeah i i think high ceiling but also potentially low floor uh depending on how the first few weeks kind of shape out definitely going to be very dependent upon how well he can uh find footing in the in the uh social structure right all right Moving on to our next player, we have Brandon Frenchy French, uh, who is a 34-year-old farmer from Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, he's also, I believe, pretty well known as a uh, a Big Brother fan Twitter presence. On, I was going to uh, ask about this because yeah. I had seen that, but I've never come across him. Do you know of him? I he's somebody that like. I believe I've vaguely heard of in the past or seen like alum interact with on Twitter, but I know very little about him. Okay. Uh, and, you know, I don't really want to, you know, uh, you know, say more than that uh, because I don't <laughs> know anything more than that. Um, but he's definitely somebody who uh, is a big fan and has been trying to get on the show very hard uh, for, uh, you know, X amount of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and is like a presence on uh, the in the Big Brother circles online. Um, but yeah, beyond that, uh, do you have any uh, any thoughts on Frenchie Chad? Yeah, I didn't really know that about him until just now. So that sort of changes my view on him because reading this bio, I'm like, oh, this guy's kind of reminds me of Danny Thompson from BB16 a little bit. Um, but now he has the super fan in him too, so that's kind of neat. So, well, Donnie was also hey, Donnie a super was fan a super as well. Fan, yeah. Was he really? Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah. He was a... Didn't help, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah. It wasn't shown too much, but... Um, or yeah, you wouldn't get that vibe, but yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he's a yeah. big fan. 
But no, I mean, this guy seems like he's pretty cool. I mean, he's definitely going to be an odd duck because he's the oldest member of the cast. Um, he's not actually. He's the second oldest. He looks like he'd be the oldest. He looks the oldest. <laughs> he definitely looks older than 34. No offense to him. Yeah. Um, no, he's I mean, a he's farmer. A... He spends a lot of time in the sun, Ben. For sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock somebody for you know hard labor, uh, aging you past your years. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There are worse ways to look older than you are. Yeah. No, this guy's interesting. I, I like him just as a person. I mean, he even said at 13 he won an NFL national punt pass and kick competition. So that's pretty neat. So that's very cool. Yeah. Maybe he's that, good at. That is a fun fact. That is a very fun fact. I like that. <laughs> um. But no, I mean, I think he'll. It's tough with him because I feel like he's either going to be total middle of the road or easy, like, lock goat. People just put mm. him on the top next to who they really want out. Yep. Like, he could easily fall in that role or just be, like, an early boot because, you know, he's kind of just an odd duck to me in, in terms of this cast, not as a person. But um, I can see it going either way. It, I'd, again, he's one that I would be shocked if he goes really far. But be cool. Mm. No, I agree with pretty much everything Chad said. I did enjoy his uh, one of your favorite house guest duos. He said Brittany Haynes and Rachel's hair extensions. Great. <laughs> Love yeah. that. Um, and yeah, dance funeral on my daughter's birthday also is legendary. So you got a twofer in there as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Um, he might have trouble relating to everyone else on the cast because he lives a pretty different life from everybody else on the cast mm-hmm. something that hurt donnie as well i felt like in bb16 where it's just like wasn't donnie. yeah wasn't <laughs> a lot of like uh middle ground for him and a lot of the cast and that put him in a weird position right from the word go yeah yeah i agree i i also was thinking that he might end up being a perpetual pun. <laughs> No, yeah. And um yeah, and kinda like end up in the like, you know a situation where he's used as a pawn until he uh isn't needed in that role anymore. I do think that Donnie is a, a good comparison point probably. Um again, perhaps he'll surprise and can get into an alliance. Uh and like he is a big fan. He has potentially some chops to do something. But as we mentioned with Donnie, that doesn't necessarily translate when you're somebody who's so, uh, like, clearly socially outcasted from everybody else. Um, I uh, I do think that uh, he's going to struggle a lot. Uh, but he is somebody who might benefit from the team twist. Uh, as we mentioned before, a lot of these types who seem like they would be natural social outcasts based off of the cast could end up you know, staying around three, four weeks longer than you would expect them to based off of the twist. And at that point, maybe they're necessary to be, uh, you know, dragged in as a member. And from there, you never really know. There's a lot that could potentially go right for Frenchie, but I think there's way, way, way more that could potentially go wrong for him. So, yeah, definitely, uh, I'm definitely not super uh, high on his chances, but we'll see. All right, moving on to our next player. Uh, I believe she is the uh, youngest player on the cast, and I believe she is also the first Big Brother player 
uh, in Big Brother U.S. history to be born in the 2000s. Jesus. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, we have. Take, take a minute, everybody. Yeah. Just, uh... We're here. Mm-hmm. Bacon drink. <laughs> well, uh, 20... Unfortunately, so can she, so that doesn't help. Right. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm saying. Doesn't make yep. us feel any younger yeah, or older. People, people born in 2000 are now allowed to drink. Uh, yep. Um, so we have here uh, Hannah Chada, a 21 year old grad student from Chicago. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll give my thoughts first on uh, Hannah. Uh, I actually am potentially pretty high on Hannah. Uh, I think that, you know, from my perspective, the female cast uh, is pretty top heavy. Uh, and I do think that, uh, you know, we talked already about Alyssa and Aza. I do think that Hannah would be the, the third out of three in terms of the female cast that I would put uh, towards the top of my list as potential uh, solid players. Um, I uh, do like a lot of what she said in her bio. She seems like she could potentially be uh, somebody who is a little bit more on the ruthless side. Uh, she kind of gives me uh, some potential like spicy V vibes, maybe. Hopefully with a better hat on her shoulders. Hopefully with a better hat on her shoulders. Two of the things that she mentioned in her favorite past moments were uh, very brutal blindsides. Dan uh, snaking Shane uh, again mentioned here, and then also Vanessa blindsiding Austin and sending him out of the house barefoot. Um, definitely. I was yeah. like, damn, did I write the favorite yeah. moments of this? Right. Like, I'm here for this. All my favorites. And Dave Vaughn again. Yeah. Vanessa Devon and Dan's cutting, um, or betraying Danielle and getting Shane out. Like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. This is your best, Brian. Yeah. yeah. I I would probably get along with Anna really well. Like, we seem to be on the same uh, BB wavelength. <laughs> Yeah, so she definitely kind of gives me those, like, kind of ruthless, like, you know, cold vibes where she, uh, you know, might get in a situation where she's going to have to cut a bitch. And, you know, (laughs) if that's the case, uh, I'm here for it. And obviously, I think the biggest red flag for me is probably her age. Uh, However, she mentions the fact that she basically sped run college. She's now a grad student at 21. So... Maybe that means, like, you know, that that could potentially mean one of two things. Either she also sped run her, uh, like, you know, maturation period where she's grown up faster and had to, you know, take on more challenges in life faster. She's had to get out of, uh, she's had to, like, live alone faster maybe or meet people at college faster. It could also mean that she's, you know, so... Uh, focused on speedrunning school that she has put, you know, more uh, social things to the side. Um, but, you know, she also is one of the other players who has mentioned the fact that she is a hip-hop dancer. This is the, the third dancer. As I mentioned, there's a lot of dancers on this cast, so maybe a potential there for uh, maybe an alliance. Maybe new Wax Street yep. Boys will emerge. Yeah, new, new Wax Street Boys, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I, I'm very... Cautiously optimistic about Hannah's chances. I'm very excited to see what she can do. Um, what are your thoughts here, Brian? You already you already mentioned you have a number of things in common with her yeah, in terms no, of I, your I'll... big brother opinions. Yeah, her big brother opinions are objectively correct, which is good. Uh, 
No, I, obviously I agree with a lot of what uh, she says there. Um, like I said, I think her and I would be on the same wavelength. I do think the biggest issue is, one, she's the youngest and young on a cast that skews closer to 30 than to 20. Um, and <laughs> something that happens a lot with people who are very smart and very young is sometimes the kind of take for granted, like, I'm the smartest person in any given situation, and that can really be a bad like point of view in these types of games um it really really leaves people open to getting duped because they don't give the proper like respect to their competition do you think that's like an unfair thing to say like like hubris of like intelligence can come along Mm -hmm. and maybe she's not like that at all maybe she's like you know, very grounded and down to earth. But that, that mm-hmm. is my one concern reading through her bio is that she is especially like, I'm super smart. I'm a super big fan. I'm gonna like come in here and cut people. And having that attitude opens you up to everyone else being able to just see it and mm-hmm. be like, well, we can't trust um, her. I think Audrey. Uh, had a similar situation where she, like, had played, you know, lots of games. She felt like going into the game, she was exceptionally prepared for it and tried to play too hard too fast and didn't necessarily see people like Vanessa coming. And Mm -hmm. it it was ultimately her downfall. So that's the one thing that I fear for Hannah. But I think Hannah would be somebody who we, if we ever had her on a podcast, we could very much get along with her and her BB opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chad, do you have anything more to add on Hannah? No, I, I pretty much agree with everything you guys said. Um, she gives a little bit of that, you know, elitist kind of vibe almost. I don't, I don't want to say that without seeing her Which is, like, deserved. Like, she did yeah. go through college like, I'm very here quickly. I'm, like... Yeah. Like, I'm here because my sh- I'm smarter than you kind of mm, deal. I got my shit together. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Just can't relate, but I mean I always like when someone, Yeah. I always like when someone says like, you know, I'm not afraid to make moves, I'm not afraid to bathe in people's blood, but like and play hard, get messy. It's like I I'm going back to spicy V, like you can't be too messy. <laughs> but Yeah. Um, she's one that I really need to see the video on before I can decide, okay, she's actually gonna be good or okay, she's just think she's better than everyone because she's you know such a go-getter type so accomplished mm-hmm. at such a young age and she even says she's gonna like lie about her occupation and career aspirations because she doesn't want to overestimate her intelligence right away like mm-hmm. if you're not even in the job yet then like does it really matter but i don't know i think she i have the same worry as brian here but maybe she is down to earth who knows? Yeah, I, I think a couple yeah. of days of feeds of us getting to see her won't we'll, we'll, we'll know whether or not she's going to go far. Yeah, it's either yeah. hit or miss. It's going to be hit or miss. Yeah. But I think she'll do pretty well in the game. I, I could see her going far, but I can also just see her being an easy, like, oh, everyone gang up on this girl because she, she thinks she's better than us. Yeah. No, yeah, she's definitely setting up very high expectations for herself that she's probably not going to completely fulfill. But if she, you know, doesn't flame out, I think that 
there is a lot of potential there. Yeah. All right, moving on to our next contestant here on Big Brother 23, we have Kylan Young, 29-year-old account executive from San, or from, originally from San Bernardino County, California, now living in Venice Beach, California, which are very close to each other, so not really... <laughs> not, <laughs> Really I was actually mind. thinking about that. I was like, yeah. is that like in my mind they're really close, but then like California's yeah. huge, so maybe they're yeah. not, but I'm pretty sure they're pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Massachusetts where if you drive for like three hours you're out of the state in any direction. Yep. Um and uh yeah, so I know uh we talked briefly over text. We don't want to get too too deep into uh these players over text because we wanted to save it for the podcast. But, Chad, this is somebody that you had said you had your eye on. Uh, so uh, let us know. What are your thoughts here on Kylan? Yeah. Guy, um, you know, after we reviewed Christy, he kind of gives you that same, like, alpha-type vibes where there's, they do so many different things. Like, he lists mm-hmm. so many, like, of these active things he does, like parkour, ch- skeet shooting, or fire walking. That's pretty cool. There's an office mm-hmm. reference that I'm sure that other chick will like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, he's this guy's into all sorts of things. But he also is like a a big movie fan, um, so he's going to be you know rich in pop culture. So he's well rounded in that way. He also loves the Hitmen, which that's automatic check in my book. Um, you know, he does mention Tyler and Angela and Jessica and Cody. So it's like okay, um, probably going to end up in a showman's. Yeah. <laughs> he's one that definitely could. Um, <laughs> but no, this guy, I feel like he's definitely watched some Big Brother. I'm not sure if it was mostly just from his time in Sequester, because um, he only mentions BB14 and BB16, really, and then, you know, the Justin Cody seasons. Um, but he says his main strategy is he wants to combine Derek and Cody's game, which that's that's aiming for the top like right away it's a million least... dollar idea to yeah mm-hmm. no shit like <laughs> but then he also yeah, right everyone would love to combine their games yeah, yeah. <laughs> he also mentions casey where he you know wants to turn on competitions toward the end which is i think he also has the physical ability to do it mm-hmm. so i don't know he's he gives me that like alpha go-getter type but also kind of down-to-earth type um uh-huh. and just seems like a well-rounded, interesting guy. Based on everything you said, he's kind of nerdy. My favorite thing about this guy, and I think it's the reason I like him so much, is he says he uses a fake police badge to skip all the lines at Comic-Con because it's the only place you can legally pretend to be a cop. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I liked that. I thought that was good. But I like this guy. I think I think he could do pretty well. He'll, he'll be well-liked in the house, at least. Yeah, no, I like it. Obviously, like, his his things of, like, I would like to be a combination of Derek, Cody, and Casey. Like, yeah, that would be good. And Dan. And, be a Dan. Very, and Dan. That would be a really mm-hmm. good BB player. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's a lot to live up to, though. So we'll Just see. Name, you're four Big Brother winners. I'd like to play like them. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> um, but yeah, no, he's really interesting. I really enjoyed that. I read all the Twilight books because he started reading it for a girl and then he got into it, which is fun and funny. Um, mm-hmm. And he's, you know, a Star Wars fan, so very relatable. He goes to Comic-Con, also very relatable to a nerd like myself. Um, 
And yeah, he works for a company that helps students find and win scholarships. Is a pretty noble, you know, as noble as you can get within capitalism, I suppose. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I like him. He, he has good vibes from his bio. Yeah. Yeah, I like, one of the things I like is he mentions that he doesn't care about being on TV or the cash prize. All he cares about is coming to play and win Big Brother. And, you know, that's the kind of energy that I like. Uh, and, you know, Chad mentioned that maybe he was kind of recruiting or he saw seasons in Sequester. He does mention that the first time he saw season 14 was a couple of years ago. So at the very least, he has seen the show, you know, for at least a few years and has gone back actively to watch old seasons before having been on the show. So I think that's that's good for me. I do like him a lot. I agree that he he definitely has a lot uh, of interests and a lot of interesting facts about him, but in a way that comes off more as relatable than, than braggy. Uh, so uh, I'm hoping that that can lead to him being able to uh, socialize well with uh, a wide variety of people in the house. Um, and yeah, again, somebody who is talking a big game up in his bio, and if he, you know, delivers what he's uh, he's trying to uh, come off as uh, that he could potentially be, even if just like a fraction of that, uh, I definitely think we're in for a treat here in terms of uh, in terms of what we can expect from Kyland. Mm. Um, Become a Voltron of four great winners all merged <laughs> into one. We'll see. <laughs> we will see. It could be recency bias, uh, but he gives me like the slightest bit of Tashan vibes mixed with like actual like prior knowledge of Big Brother and maybe has potential to actually play really good. I mean Tashawn obviously won. Yeah, he played good. <laughs> he played good, but like I don't know. I feel like this guy could be like the the BBUS Tashawn. Yeah. Okay, I'll take um, that I enjoyed watching him win. So. He definitely definitely seems like he has the same sort of uh like laid back vibes that we saw from Ty where he uh, can kind of like silently just kind of get along with everybody and you know not really um, not really like be a part of drama, which I think is one of uh, the best things about Ty's game was that he uh, like compared to Jed, who was the other like you know kind of alpha player in that season, uh, Jed was much more uh, you know hot-headed in terms of like stirring up drama or getting himself involved in things. Whereas Ty was always more of the uh, the cool head shall prevail type player, uh, so that may be something uh, to look for in uh, Kyland here. I agree. Um, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely looking forward to seeing uh, what we get from him, um, and uh, trying to see <laughs> which. You know, I, I feel like he's gonna have a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations with people where he just finds something random to bond with them on. Um, so that'll be fun. I could see a lot of like early feeds conversations with him that could be a lot of fun to watch. Yep. All right, moving on to our next player, uh, we have Sarah Stiegel, 27-year-old forensic scientist from Boiling Springs, South Carolina, originally now living in Fort Myers, Florida. Uh, and uh, she, you know, we we talked kind of some about some nerdy, you know, kind of players in the cast, but I think that. If anyone's going to be like the nerd archetype, she definitely has like this kind of quirky girl, nerdy, uh, you know, kind of yeah. a weeb cosplayer situation going on. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Yeah, so I definitely like she kind of has like the Zoe Deschanel <laughs> like 2015 mm. vibes. Uh, dying, mm. A dying breed too, as as millennials get over older, that's gonna completely disappear. So yeah, it's good to preserve this uh, season of BB. The nerdy, quirky girl next door type. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, um, Nicole, not Nicole Franzel, but the other Nicole from that. Nicole last... Anthony. Nicole yeah. Anthony. Yeah, definitely potential. Um, <clears throat> definitely Nicole Anthony 1.0. Yes, yeah, you know, didn't didn't do didn't do too bad. <clears throat> we don't talk about Nicole Anthony 2.0. <clears throat> um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> what are your What are your thoughts here on uh, on Sarah Bryan? Um, I'm worried for Sarah. Uh, straight up. Yeah. <laughs> She seems like she's really a nice, sweet girl who is going to, similarly to Nicole Anthony 1.0 at the beginning of the game, just be out of her element completely. Yeah. Hopefully she pulls a good team. Um, she's afraid of butterflies, so her and um, oh, Holly, I thought Holly Fiori have that in common. Um, better not land on her. <laughs> yeah, she'll start crying as well. Yep. Um she says, despite being a forensic chemist, I've never seen Dexter. Um, clearly, because Dexter has, you know, I guess he's a forensic scientist, but that's not the point. No. Um, <laughs> not what he's best known for on the show, for sure. No. Um, uh, even also Walter White in Breaking Bad. Uh, mm. Technically a chemistry teacher, not necessarily what he's best known for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, she's, she's a cosplayer. That's fun. Uh course it makes you think of kevin uh from bb19 saying cop play um uh, <laughs> at least it made me think of that <laughs> oh ramsey uh, right yeah ramsey said he's a cosplayer cuts to kevin be like cop play <laughs> um <laughs> so that's good um <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she likes watching manga and anime. Like you said, she's a weeb. Um, I do not feel like this archetype is going to be well related to within this house. Um, no. I like that no, she likes yeah. Zach Rance and uh, Brittany and Ian. That's good. Frank and Bridget's... A, that's so weird to say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. I mean, Brid- uh, Bridget was all, also kind of like this, you know... Uh, you know, soft-spoken, nerdy girls, you know, archetype styles. Probably, like, one of the closer, relatable uh, players yeah, <laughs> in terms of recent like, seasons. Yeah, and uh, everyone loved her. <laughs> I mean, she got treated really well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe... Yeah. Uh, this is all. This also... Mentioning Frank and Bridget and Bernie and Ina does... Uh, uh, lead into the theory that I had brought up that they showed them all of the uh, the team seasons sequester. Yeah, hundred percent. BB eleven, BB fourteen, and BB eighteen. Um, a lot of references to those three seasons on this uh, on this uh, these cast buyers. Mm. So maybe uh, maybe attentive super fans could uh, could maybe make some inferences based off of that. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I I think the best thing that happened to Brittany was Sarah being cast on this uh, on this season, because a lot of things I said about Brittany potentially not finding a social footing, uh, I think would doubly 
account here for uh, for Sarah. Uh, I do think her um, her upside is probably uh, kind of falling like kind of ass backwards into a majority alliance based off the team structure, and then uh, maybe finding her footing in the post jury. But I think, yeah, I agree with you, Brian, that I do not see uh, a big path for her with this cast to finding yeah. any, sort, any sort of social footing, which is, you know, sad because she seems, you know, she seems fun and sweet or whatever based off the bio, you know. Uh, I, I, I appreciate the, you know, the, the nerdy things. I'm not a huge weeb, but, you know, I can, I can, I can respect it. Um, yeah, yeah I and I think, well, I'll, I'll pose this to like you, Chad. Uh, I don't know if you get it, Chad, but as someone who's like very openly nerdy, everyone expects me to love anime. I do not like anime, but I keep getting like talked to about anime. Well, and I, like, yeah, I, I think of the three of us, Chad is probably the the biggest weeb. Uh, so we, maybe you can uh, give some insight here on to Sarah. <laughs> It's it's one thing to actually like watch all that stuff and like I only watch like a handful now, like maybe two or three at most. But like, with the ones that share overshare that they are a weeb and like, I mean, this is like one of the top three things she says about herself that she likes anime and manga. It's like those are the types that are like I don't know, but um, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of her overall. I think. As a person, she, she'd be fun. She seems like, you know, that sweet, quirky type that we, we've been over. But like I was saying earlier in the text, I think she's one that could very easily find herself just the odd duck out. You know, mm. I don't see her fitting too well with this cast. I mean, maybe the last guy we just talked about, because he also mentioned, you know, some, like Comic-Con and stuff. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I I think she'll have a tough time fitting in, and that's my biggest fear for her. And even so, if she does fit in, I don't think she's cut out for the social game as much or the comps. I don't know. I see her being a pretty early boot, honestly, which is sad, but we got to have one dud, right? I mean, I wouldn't consider her a dud as well. I think that, you know, I, I think it would be fun if Kylan has, like, a very big like social structure built around him. And he has Sarah as kind of like the like you know Ian to his Brittany in uh, BB14. Uh, that could be really uh, interesting, where uh, you know he is kind of like in a very dominant social position, and he just has this person uh, to his side as like a loyal soldier, uh, as like a pocket vote. That's probably uh, her upside. And you know Ian did end up winning in that in that spot, but he did go on a comp run. So that is, uh, you know, <laughs> the crackback, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, uh, that's that's her, like, the if we're going to paint a path where Sarah wins the show, that's probably what it would have to be. But I don't know how likely it is that she'll be able to make that sort of a, a run happen in that game. Uh, and I think otherwise she'll probably have a really tough time uh, getting into a position to win. So... Yeah, unfortunate, but they're definitely, you know, there's always going to be players in the cast where you're just, like, expecting them to go early, and if they don't, you're like, oh, well, this is a happy surprise. Yeah, we didn't podcast about BB21, but I definitely, well, we did kind of, like, did live feed update stuff, but we didn't do this show. 
I uh-huh. definitely remember having conversations like about Nicole Anthony. It's like I hope she does well, but uh-huh. uh, I don't think she will. But she surprised us, so yeah, it could be oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was. The, I remember in our, in our preseason assessment for B twenty one, I said Nicole Anthony is not winning the game, and like she's like the sixteen out of sixteen on my list or whatever. I said, uh, and she got extremely close to winning that season. <laughs> extremely close to winning that season. Um, so yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a path. I think it's it's going to be a very very tenuous path though for somebody like Sarah to win with this cast. For sure. Um, all right, let's move on here to our uh, our next player. Uh, and you know, Chad mentioned before that he had thought that Frenchie was the oldest player, but Tiffany here is the actual oldest player on the season. Uh, Tiffany Mitchell, a 40 year old phlebotomist from Detroit. Uh, and uh, something we didn't mention about Frenchie is he is a parent. I believe there are three parents on this cast. Tiffany is a second parent that we'll talk about. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts here, Chad, on Tiffany, our um, you know kind of token like older person, older being you know very very loosely used here because forty is not that old, and she does not look forty. <laughs> no, uh, we talked about Frenchie looking older than he was. She looks younger than she is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Frenchie feels like an older soul, and it's <laughs> just probably why mm-hmm. it's the, the farm work. Yeah. yeah, she feels like a younger soul to me overall, I guess. But no, she seems like um, she'll be like a fun person in the house. Like, I mean, she literally one of her favorite things to do is just like entertaining people. She says so. I'm sure mm-hmm. she'll be a social butterfly, and probably that'll help her really fit in, despite her. You know, being a little older and having you know kids. I mean, there I know there are three parents in the house, but um, being the oldest, you kind of fall into that role. I feel like in most seasons of just like uh-huh. just, um, so I think she has potential to just break that stigma. Um, but nothing really jumps out at me with her in terms of Big Brother play. Um, the only thing that kind of makes me question her is. The last fun fact about herself is she says, I utilize my alter ego. Um, what is that? And um, Judas, <laughs> remember? Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully she lasts long enough we can uh, learn. I hope she's just an absolute savage. That'd be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, she's someone I can see being like, I mean, she'll probably bond with the other, um, you know, African American girls in this cast. There's a handful, actually. There's what one, her, and then technically Hannah, I guess. So there's three already, and then we have two other guys. So it's a pretty diverse cast again. So I think she'll like bond with that group pretty well, and then I could see her also bonding with really everyone, honestly. But I don't know. She gives, kind of gives me like almost like Devon vibes, but like a little little different. If she can I like... have the yeah, if she can have the old er person life knowledge, but like relate to the younger players, she can be in a very good spot. I think yeah. like we've seen just even last season, Tara was certainly held back by being older than her castmates, being at a different point in life. She talks about having a child, uh, being away from her son's gonna be tough. Um not it it is an older cast but it's like everyone's around 30 and then she's on the other side like 40 and then um 
Hannah's like the 21, so they're the two outliers Uh um, on the cast. So it'll be interesting to see um, another person who is like, I need a video on her to just see what she's about before I can really say, because there's like, there's a lot of upside, but there's a lot of like, I'm obsessed with horoscopes. How obsessed are you with horoscopes? That's, I've met a lot of people who are very into that stuff who I do not like and cannot (laughs) get along with. I don't think can get along with, you know, people generally. Um, But some people are obsessed but don't talk about it. (laughs) And then there's, like, I do voice impressions of my friends and family. She's doing impressions of people in the diary room. I think that would be really fun, you know. Um, So we'll we'll see for her. But I think it's my biggest thing, as with Hannah, is the age and Mm -hmm. how she's different you know, from everyone else on the cast by just being an outlier. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's it's always going to be... You're, you're always put at an immediate disadvantage when you're, like, the token older person on Big Brother. Uh, there are, like, a, a handful of players who are able to overcome it, uh, but it definitely puts you on the back foot immediately. Uh, it does, again, with this team twist create a situation where maybe she'll be able to overcome it if she gets safety for a week or two at the start of the game. Um, my biggest issue is for her beyond that. Uh, this bio is very sparse, so there's not a lot to go on. Uh, but I don't like the fact that she says that her strategy is to keep her mouth shut. Uh, I think that in general, that's a kind of an okay strategy for the first half of Big Brother. But for somebody uh, like Tiffany, who is already going to be uh, an automatic social outcast just because of uh, demographics, you kind of need to put in more effort than other people otherwise would in those first few weeks uh, to, if anything, be more social than you otherwise would be and, like, to talk and be, like, uh, an open asset to other people. Uh, Like, if she can be an asset in terms of, like, information gathering for people specifically, that could be a useful spot for her to be. So I, I, I worry that I don't know if she's if she knows the role that she needs to play in order to succeed based off of that archetype. Um, but yeah, we'll see. There isn't a lot to go on because she's giving a lot of like one sentence answers to her bio. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then, you know, to go off what Chad said, uh, something that we didn't really mention off the top, but uh, CBS and, you know, we saw this also with BBKN9 uh, on the Canada side, the global, uh, there's been uh, starting this past year uh, a huge push for uh, like a diversity initiative for their reality casting. Uh, again, we saw it with the can we see it with the season, we see it with the, you know, uh, spoiler leaked casts of, B- uh, of Survivor 41 and 42 uh, that are upcoming in the fall and spring. Uh, so definitely uh, makes it uh, a lot easier for uh, people of color on this cast. Who otherwise on Big Brother have had a rough time historically uh, to have that hopefully less be less of a, a stumbling block. But in Tiffany's case, the age is still going to be an issue. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's move on to our third to last player on this cast, uh, Travis it's like Long. From talking about the diversity initiative to the opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a guy who uh, had. Uh, people dig up a uh, skit he did for Barstool Sports. <laughs> oh, God. 
Um, where it's not. Listen, Barstool does a lot of hard work and, you know, as, as someone who also does a lot of, like, video editing and production, I can appreciate yeah. that aspect of the company. But there's definitely certain things that Barstool does that I cannot get behind. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm guessing this skit was one of those? Um, it, was, it wasn't that bad. Um as far as it's like, just the association of the name for yeah for for barstool it was somewhat team you can find it I'll, i can send it to you guys after we record uh but the the general uh idea of it was he's being interviewed as a student at the university of texas uh i believe it's all like scripted satire uh and if it is he's actually an okay actor um for you know like an internet sketch um where he's like basically uh, like a, a douche bro man whore and he's being it's, it's kind of like his friend his college friends are doing like kind of an intervention with him uh, because he's like uh, like too into getting laid and like partying with girls um, so yeah, that's, that's yeah. funny that's funny yeah. I mean it, it, I it was, it was, it, that's, that's decent yeah it was, it, it, was, um, it was it was probably like one of the, uh, as far as barstool sketches go it was one of the, the tamer ones uh, but definitely, I think, you know... <laughs> if, I want to be uh, very clear in case David Portnoy ever sees this. Please do not uh, destroy us. Like, I, I know you've made a deal with the devil to vanquish your enemies, as I've seen this happen times and times again. Uh, you know, we're, we have respect for the technical aspects of the website. Yeah. And, and you know, there there is some funny stuff, like, mixed in with some of the other stuff with Barstool. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I mean, if, if he in real life is anything like the character, the like kind of pseudo-satirical, like kind of half-real character he was playing in that sketch, um, uh, he's obviously going to do a showman, so 100%. Uh, he's going to be probably very grating. I think the internet fans will not love him. <laughs> um but yeah, uh, Twitter's gonna be rough. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe the, the, from a game perspective, maybe there's you know he mentions his favorite duo is Brett and Winston. I think his his ceiling is probably yeah. Brett. We knew Travis. We knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's leaning saying. into it. He's leaning yeah. into it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, Has but anyone yeah. found his books yet on Amazon? God. I'm fascinated. <laughs> I would love to read that. He definitely comes off in his bio uh, as somebody who is heavily exaggerating uh, a lot about himself. He says, I have started multiple businesses since high school and I have been sued by massive titans of industry. Um, <laughs> I feel like I could have had seen, seen some elaboration on that. Yeah, um, no. Yeah. Yeah. No, we will not. Thank you. <laughs> um, something else that will uh, make the, uh, you know, feedsters and internet fans love him is he talks several times in his bio about wanting to prank people in the house. Something that uh, Big Brother fans definitely uh, don't get annoyed by uh, when it's done over and over again uh, ad nauseum. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, okay, beyond the fact that he, he he's kind of a douchebag uh, on first sight. 
Uh, I think he's self-aware, at least, that he's a douchebag, hopefully. Um, hopefully. Uh, and, you know, there there is potential if he gets into a showmance and he's not, like, a complete moron uh, in terms of the game. I mentioned before, getting into a showmance in Modern Big Brother, if you're not completely incompetent, is, like, a ticket to the jury and probably uh, a pretty good spot to... Uh, you know, get into the end game, but we'll see. What are your thoughts on this guy, Chad? I mean, you kind of wrapped it up for me. Yeah. I need already. Like reading these fun facts, like if they're not completely over exaggerated, like if he's a published author, but like his mom's the only one that's bought his book on Amazon, then he's a published author on Amazon, which I think means self-published. Yeah. So. I mean, if he started multiple businesses and really been sued by big companies, then he must have some brains, at least. Or maybe not, like, too... Maybe not if he's, you if can't he's just make him. Google, too, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Jin Yang. He's, like, making yeah, new Google exactly. and new Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Apple. It's Paraphone. Yeah. It's Paraphone, exactly. Yeah. Shout out Paramount Plus, uh... You start your trials. You can watch a new iCarly. <laughs> he's this. This is the guy. But yeah, I mean, I, I think he's gonna be a total douchebag. I think he's gonna be our token like showman's guy who probably yeah, he's the surfer dude, right? He's like yeah. the surfer archetype. Yeah, he mentioned surfing, spear fishing, even for his dinner, oftentimes. Mm-hmm. And he even says he loves the ocean. So much that he wants to stay in it so we can live off of sushi and he would never have to do his hair. And he wants to bring the ocean into the Big Brother house. Mm-hmm. So that's not a good idea. It's called. Uh, it, it is a beach theme. It's a beach slash casino theme, which is what I've heard. Ooh, field advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll, that'll be relevant. Mm-hmm. This guy's a tool, I think. Well, I don't know. I, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I hope he's like an actual genuine guy, but anyone that does this in their picture is kind of a... I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. But no, he, he's totally going to be like that guy who's in a power alliance because he's probably a comp beast and he's probably in a showmance with one of the mm-hmm. hot chicks. And... Yeah, first HOH. Yeah, oh, first yeah. HOH yeah. vibes, except yeah. not like Cody because that's my guy. And then... Oh my god! You get kicked off as soon as someone with some sort of smarts wins the comp, and he's backdoor. The team twist ending is going to be unfortunate for yeah. him. <laughs> team twist is when uh, Travis's Travis Long stay becomes a little short. So mm. <laughs> that was a very bad pun, and I think that wraps it up for me. <laughs> All right, I'll go. So from from the bio, from the shirtless picture in a tropical location. The mentions of spear fishing. I think he thinks he's gonna go on Survivor, um, and they swapped him into DB at the last minute. Um, I think he'd probably do better on Survivor than Big Brother. Um, I don't. I, I mean, soccer. Or soccer bro. Sorry, he has soccer in his bio. Surfer bros don't have a great, you know, run. Um, Tyler aside, of course, uh, on Big Brother. Uh, as as you guys have said, the internet's going to be really mean to him, undoubtedly. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, if he does well, he can probably go work for Barstool, for real. 
I just want to say I prefer the Pat McAfee show to Barstool also. Uh, <laughs> <Pat>. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'll send you guys the sketch so you can watch it. It's it's yeah. not the worst. He talks... <laughs> he uses a lot of weird, like, uh, like kind of, uh, like, halfway between AAVE and Zoomer lingo. I think it's all scripted, <laughs> though. And he talks about wanting to... Uh, to like where where the where the where the thoughties at because where's the uh, where's the uh, hot hot Latina mamas at? Okay, yeah. So he's definitely getting destroyed on Twitter as we speak. <laughs> no man, I want to go from one person getting stupid. destroyed on Twitter to the other person probably getting destroyed on Twitter. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Moving. Moving on to uh, Whitney Williams, a uh, 30-year-old makeup artist from Portland, Oregon, our uh, third uh, parent on the cast, um, and uh, definitely uh, interesting. Uh, one of the more interesting things I saw was that when she was a kid, presumably when she was a kid, I hope, uh, she was trying to set up the Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus because she's that much of a matchmaker. Uh, you know, I, I don't know... Uh, I don't know exactly how that would work out, um, but okay. Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on Whitney here, Chad? I think she's like, I don't know. She just seems kind of uh, dumb, to put it lightly. Yeah, she's got big, big dits energy. I've, I've got that as well. <laughs> no offense to her, but this bio is very lackluster. But yeah. I'm hopeful that this Tooth Fairy and Santa Claus thing happened last year, because I think that'd be fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> she did start her own company, and it said it was nominated for Best in Oregon only three years after she started it, so maybe that's mm-hmm. something. Um, yeah, to be fair, there's only four companies in Oregon, so... True. Um, I don't know, though. Like, there's so little to go off of with her, because, and she just, like, says, like, the most, like, basic, like... Oh yeah, I watched Big Brother and Sequester. Like quotes here of liking, you know, Jordan and Jeff, liking um, Derek and Dan and Cody, and it's just like that's such basic stuff. That I feel like that's definitely the seasons they showed these guys because they're all saying the same things except for like a handful of people said other seasons. But I don't know. I think she's very basic. I think she'll probably find herself at the bottom of a pretty big alliance and then just get picked off. And she's going to be, like, floater for sure type. But I don't know. Any one of these people could impress me. And I think there's just not enough here. I have to see her video to really see if she's actually dumb. But I don't know. I hate to say someone's dumb, but this bio sucks. Yeah, I I think when you use LOL in writing on a written bio multiple times, that that for me really kind of puts it over the edge. Uh, I don't know. Like, you can get away with one, I think. Yeah, I don't know this. What what are your thoughts, Brian? The whole time Chad was talking, I was desperately trying to find her TikTok because I knew she had one um, from (laughs) Twitter earlier. I did find it. She has 159,000 followers. Jesus. So pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just saw her like doing a very like redneck t- girl with gun TikTok on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah. it has a one point uh, two million views on uh, TikTok. And uh, 
yeah, that's why I said she's probably getting killed on Twitter. Um, so she's that. So that's what Big Brother, Big Brother stopped recruiting off of Instagram. Now they're recruiting off of TikTok. Yeah, she only had fifteen thousand followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I had to go from her Instagram to find her business Instagram and then search her same handle on TikTok, and that's how I found her TikTok. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, if you need any internet sleuthing done, yeah, I got you. But yeah, um, I. She might do well if she gets into a showmance, but I don't think she's gonna do well other than that. Yeah. Um, but she's single according to her TikTok bio. So she's a single mother. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I. Okay, what about you, Ben? <laughs> I uh. Yeah, she's very very low on my list for this cast in terms of my expectations. Um, do, do you guys know what Tillamook is? Is that is that a local ice cream? Is that is that like I, I kind of want to Google that now. Uh, I'll Google it. You keep going up. Yeah, she mentions that she developed her own Tillamook ice cream flavor. If that's like a national brand, that's pretty cool. If that's like a local brand, that's a little less cool. Um, so I, I don't know. I've never heard of it before. I eat a lot of ice cream, so. It has a nice website. Okay, um, I feel like anyone can, it's 2021, anyone can pay for their nephew to make a nice website. Extra creamy ice cream since 1947, farmer owned mm-hmm. since 1909. Okay. 75K followers on Instagram. Where are they based out of? Are they based out of Oregon? They're based out of Oregon. There's a Tillamook, okay. Oregon. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, 50K on um twitter okay uh, so... ovi from bb um 21 follows them on twitter okay that, that's something okay um, maybe uh maybe they um, are more they maybe they are bigger than just oh, a little grand i haven't heard of them they yeah. are national it seems they have two locations in boston where they serve oh, it really yeah one okay. in New Hampshire, one near albany another in hartford so they're in like bigger cities areas okay yeah. I'll, I'll, check them out. I'll have to check out some white chocolate raspberry. Get, get a little bit of a taste of Whitney here. Yeah, at some point, like, bring it. You can give us a little review of her ice cream. We can put that on our Instagram, at We Could Get Everything, Ben's review of uh, okay. Silver Milk Ice Cream. <laughs> What's her flavor? Yeah. What's her flavor white like chocolate cake? raspberry. That does sound good, in fairness. Yeah, I don't know I'm not a big fan of, of uh, fruit in ice cream, but mm. uh, maybe maybe it'll be good. Uh, but yeah, I, it kind of it kind of demonstrates uh, how much there is to talk about her that we spent you know an extra three minutes of her segment talking about the ice cream flavor that she designed. Because mm. uh, yeah, I there's there are so many. Do you think she'll have to wear the ice cream uh, costume? I oh, know that's a Wheaties costume. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, <laughs> Nicole's. Maybe they'll break break out an ice cream like gallon ice cream costume for her. Yep. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> you can have that idea for free, my brother. Hey, maybe if uh, maybe if Telemuk reaches out for a sponsorship uh, mm. cross promotion situation. Uh, but yeah, I uh, don't. I do not see Whitney doing well. It would be a shock to me if she does well in this game, uh, based off of this bio. Uh, but again, we're basing off very little information, just the bios, no videos, no interviews. So, any of well, the players. The bios and one TikTok. 
Yeah, and and one TikTok that the Twitter detectives have uh, digged up. Mm. Um, so yeah, I I would uh, definitely lean uh, pretty heavy into the into the thumbs down on Whitney uh, based off of first impressions. But you never know. Well, um, I'm just kidding. Damn <laughs> 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 like, it! Everyone's scratching her out. Like, who's my number two? <laughs> Everyone loves ice cream. Why not Whitney? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move on to our final contestant here on Big Brother 23, Xavier Prather, 27-year-old attorney, originally from Kalamazoo, Michigan, now living in Milwaukee. And I will just say straight off the top here, I am super impressed by Xavier's bio. I love this guy. Uh, literally everything in his bio is exactly what I would want from a Big Brother bio. Uh, it's actually funny. I uh, got through. I, I kind of skimmed over like the the top part where it's like where you're from and all that. That's mostly irrelevant beyond their name. Um, and I got all the way to the end and I saw him mention law school. And then I was like, I paused for a beat, and then I scrolled back up to the top, and I saw that he's an attorney, and I was like, oh, okay, so he has his bio, and he's an attorney. Hmm, okay, now we're working with something here. But yeah, he mentions uh, BB14, Brittany Hayes' goodbye messages. Even better, he mentions Danielle Reyes, a very specific thing that you would only know if you actually watched BB3. Uh, I love that, both great polls. Great people to reference. He also is the other person we mentioned uh, to mention uh, Chilltown above, and he also says he R.I.P. Seems to know, yeah. So he is uh, he is keyed up, keyed in enough on the uh, the greater Big Brother uh, universe slash fan community to know that Chilltown truly is R.I.P. because Boogie is uh is. No this longer his fucking mind. Yeah, he's, he's no longer among the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, him and him and Will are uh, are not uh, going to ever speak again. Uh, so definitely, uh, definitely good signs that he is this keyed into knowing about Big Brother. Uh, his uh, strategy segment is short but uh, very good. Uh, he has a lot of good stuff in terms of uh, demonstrating social abilities. He seems to be, he's very good looking. He seems to be at a good age, 27 for this cast. is pretty much right spot on in the middle. Um, his, you know, I assume he's smart if he's an attorney. Uh, he comes off as very smart. And yeah, there's a lot, a lot of good stuff in here for me. I don't know about you guys, but I really, really like Xavier. Yeah, I mean, if I were, if, you know, my heart wasn't already taken by Derek um, for my winning yeah. pick, I probably would pick him. Uh, he seems awesome. Uh, he seems down to earth. He's obviously quite smart. He went to law school. He's an attorney now. Uh, like you said, he's very good looking, which, I mean, there's no two ways about it. That helps in any social situation, let alone a social game. Mm-hmm. Um, the one funny thing he said uh, was like, oh, living for 15 people will be difficult. And then... Because I don't have experience with that. And he's like, I have 10 siblings. Yeah, I saw that so as I well. I think be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> with 10 siblings, I think uh, mm-hmm. the things that get annoying about living in the BB house, you'll be able to overcome. Um, yeah, I think he's great. Uh, barring disaster, he will go far. Agreed. 
Anything else to add, Chad? No, I I love this guy. I I think it's my turn to pick a winner pick last, so I'm kind of afraid that this guy might go on me. <laughs> but um, up to best. <laughs> uh, but no, he he was no. like after I mean after I read the other guy, um, I already forget his name, so clearly he's not that important. <laughs> but um, but Xavier, no, he stands out a ton to me. Um, I mean, he mentions everything that, like, I would want to put in a bio here. Hitman, Chilltown. Um, you know, he comes from a large family. I mean, the only thing that did kind of was like, I don't know, man, was his needing alone time to recharge. But I'm like, I get that. So yeah. but... It's going to be hard to do in the house, especially mm-hmm. at the beginning awesome. of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's, but, yeah it's impossible, right? You're also being watched 24-7, so that might get in his head a little. But I don't know. I think he, this guy's like everything you would want in a player, like Benny said. So, and he's interesting. He's well-rounded, um, smart. He's studied abroad in England and Scotland, so he has the you know the world experience to some degree. Um, I think it's funny that he says he's not a fan of coffee when Alyssa, like, was it Alyssa? It, it was one of the girls like outward said like I love coffee. It's like the air she breathes. So. That'll be a fun conversation to see happen in the house. Um, I mean, another good thing on him. Uh, I think so. He, oh, there, it might have been Hannah. It might have been Hannah. Yeah. It could have been. That's the only way Hannah is getting through life. She's just IV of coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how she's speed That's running it all. She's bringing an espresso maker. So it's like, And this guy like literally says, like, I got through law school without any coffee or espresso. I mm-hmm. envy that so much. I wish I never started drinking caffeine. Like, good for this guy. <laughs> Couldn't no, be me, but that's it, man. Yeah, no, I mean, I I started drinking coffee when I was in like middle school, so uh, <laughs> definitely, uh, you know, too far. And it was Hannah that was that did say uh, that she wanted an espresso machine. Um, so definitely uh, going to be a potential uh, stumbling block for them to get into a showman's potentially, but. Mm. Yeah, you know, maybe it can overcome it. Um, but yeah, no, this is like th- there are very few bios that make me just like really excited about like a player uh, from like a prospect's perspective. The only other one that I can think of recently that I've seen was like Tyler pre BB twenty. Obviously, that's like very you know <laughs> I'm I'm creating a very big image for my expectations. But uh, yeah, no, I am very high on Xavier. Yeah, yeah. And he, like here. Brittany Haynes and Daniel Reyes diary rooms. Like this mm-hmm. guy, he knows his big brother too, so that's awesome. Mm. Hopefully, he's as funny as them as well in diary rooms, because that would be uh, that would be great. Um, yeah, this guy. I hope be... he doesn't get into a showman's with Hannah, because if she drinks coffee and they kiss, he's gonna be up for days. He doesn't have the tolerance <laughs> for it. <laughs> He'll be hooked immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I thought that kind of you know wraps up our uh, our you know going over the cast here. We did it. We got through it. Uh, pretty much only thing left here. We uh, we've done a lot of foreshadowing about who we might end up picking. So there's not a lot of uh, a lot of uh, surprises potentially here to come out of this. But uh, yeah, I think you know based off of BB Can Nine, uh, we we ripped on Brian a lot for picking Kiefer uh, when you know. We probably would have pushed him to pick uh, Ty instead, which 
would have still ended up being better. But despite that, he ended up having the highest placing finisher of the winner picks. Uh, we have yeah, four, so five, and six. Basically, what will happen yeah. is uh, Xavier will win because he's the one who I would pick. Like mm-hmm. if I was just doing, you know, uh, but I'm I'm not going to pick him because I, I already said I'm Derek F. Lock him in. He's my winner pick. Yeah, I mean, we saw that coming. Um, <laughs> anything anything more to say? I don't think so. I, okay. I'll see you guys in uh, September while he's getting his confetti shower and 500K yeah. check. <laughs> I mean, look. I am not. I, I've, I've, uh, I've had to eat the humble pie with Kiefer. I am not going to, uh, to go in on this one. Uh, I think there is upside for Derek Guff. Uh, do I, will I pick him first? No, but I can definitely do, see it uh, defensible uh, to pick him first, uh, especially if you're going with your heart uh, more so. Yeah, I often go out like who I would most like to hang out with. From the cast. The one the person you'd be happiest uh, you know, sharing a beer with after they've won. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Or champagne. Or champagne, exactly. Yeah. Mimosas, yeah. Um you can just not get too carried away, we've seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, Ben, you're up next. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I don't want to bury the lead here. I'm picking Xavier. I mean, <laughs> this guy. <this, this, laughs> Come on. Come on, man. Uh, Chad, you've had, you've had the first pick two seasons in a row here, all right? Look, we we gotta take the good ones off the board. I'm not letting uh, I'm not letting my first picks get get snagged from underneath me again. Alright. Yeah, Xavier is my number one with a bullet. Alright. There's a few others that I can definitely see. Like there's like three or four other people who uh, I could potentially see uh, doing a really good job in the season. But yeah, I mean Based off of these bios alone, uh, Xavier is my pick 100%. I, he has everything going for him, as I just went over, that uh, everything I could potentially want somebody to put into a Big Brother bio, he did, basically. So I, I can't not pick him. So with that, we'll move on to Chad. I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> everyone wanted him, I know. I think that, that, that makes me feel good that both of you also. Oh, yeah, exactly. Really good. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, if there was like three picks and then like, all three consensus pick, it'd be Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I am so torn between Kylan right now and Alyssa, and I feel like picking three dudes in a row would kind of be shitty. But, like, girls, like, there's less female winners for whatever reason for Big Brother. So yeah. I feel like I have to go Kylan, but I really want to go Alyssa. But I, I don't know. It's so hard to pick without seeing videos. Mm. So I'll stick with kyland because he was my og yeah. from the first initial glance mm-hmm. but Alyssa's i don't know man if she ends up winning i want it quoted here today that i, I almost picked her no look i mean hedge your bets <laughs> if xavier had gotten snagged out from underneath me the next two i was looking at were Alyssa and kyland so i think Kylan that yeah i think we're i think we're very much on the same page as was also somebody i was kind of looking at as well um but yeah, I, I, I think Kylan's a good pick. I think Alyssa also would have been a decent pick as well. So I don't really think, you know, you could have gone wrong there uh, either way. Um, but yeah, uh, that's it right there. We have our, our winner picks. Uh, Derek F. for Brian, Xavier for me, and uh, Kylan for Chad. Um, 
That's actually interesting. Uh, usually on a Big Brother US season, you wouldn't even see uh, three black men in the cast. And we have them as our three winner picks. Oh, so yeah, so. we are really, you know, we're, we're going all in right now, breaking you, baby US uh, history this season. If not this season, then when? Uh, this is literally, like, this, this cast is so stacked with uh with great uh potential players so hopefully we uh we get back on track here we uh we dropped the ball a little bit with bb can nine even though we were mostly on we got on. so close though we, like, we were so close yeah we, we, you know I me and Chad, we, 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 all, we were like okay the the best three players are going to be jed ty and Duff, right mm-hmm. and we were like okay let's just pick them and then we can guarantee that we're right and, and brian was like no fuck that <laughs> <laughs> but Keeper, I think, was a very good player, obviously. He was probably yeah. a better player than, uh, than Jed or Beth, ultimately. So. Definitely yeah, Jed. God. Yeah. He did not, he did not uh, <laughs> let, let himself get victim with, after winning the veto. So. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for this cast. I'm excited for the season, despite the twist. I'm hopeful that we get some good stuff. I'm very excited for more Big Brother, uh, especially with having had no Survivor in this past year. Uh, having uh, like a big social strategy game like Big Brother to look forward to and to watch, getting back into the feeds. I'm just, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I know I said at the top of the show it felt like it came quick, but mm. in some ways it didn't come quick enough. Yeah. So it's um, I mean yeah, Big Brother really carried us through this. Uh... Yeah, with no survivor. The mm-hmm. circle too, obviously. Check us out uh, on Influencer Chat, our circle mm-hmm. podcast. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, thank God for Big Brother, and hopefully, this is more BB nine than BB twenty two. BB can nine, not BB US yeah, nine. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, it's not BB US nine at all. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Oh man. All right. All right. Um, so, anything else? Anyone? No, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm glad. Uh, we have uh, less than a week before the uh, premiere here. And, uh, yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be back um, probably, I assume it's going to be a, a two-week premiere, or a two-night uh, premiere Wednesday, Thursday. So we'll probably uh, come back, you know, about a week from now to cover that two-week premiere, and then we'll get kind of on a normal schedule from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so if you're new to us, uh, we do weekly after the eviction episode. Uh, we talk about the week that was, and look ahead on that to who won the HOH if if it's out there and what we can kind of gauge will happen in the next week so that's we're not Rob has a podcast we can't podcast every single day this isn't our full-time jobs just a hobby just a fun thing to do and we hope that uh you are along for the ride hey we want to give our uh do our sign off here everyone give their social media Chad where where can they find you yeah, you can find me on Instagram at ChadleyJP and on Twitter at ChadPerry, P-A-R-Y-2-5. I should be right here. All right, Ben, where yeah, can you can find you online? You can find me uh, primarily on Twitter at Ben Sharon, and, uh, B-E-N-S-H-A-R-R-O-N, pretty straightforward is my name. I will be hopefully live tweeting uh, live feeds pretty somewhat regularly, as, as regularly as I can. Um you know, I especially like doing it at the start of the, the show just because there's usually so much going on and so much interesting stuff to talk about. And uh, hopefully I don't get burnt out really quick like I did last season because there was nothing to talk about. Right. 
And Night One Feeds, right? Oh, yeah. Night One Feeds, absolutely fantastic. Um, I assume it'll be similar to what we saw last season where the Wednesday show is pre-filmed and then we uh, we see them get their teams picked. Like, we probably see the opening comp get the teams picked and then they come in maybe, like, only a few hours into Feeds. That would be ideal. Right. That'd be awesome. So, yeah. Say, uh, follow Ben there and... You'll, you'll find out if the fees are live yeah. um, right away. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the fake BMR. That's B-M-A-R-R. The channel that we're on right now is Better Radio. Help us get to 100 subscribers so we can get that sweet custom URL. Uh, otherwise, if you're already on YouTube and you prefer podcasts, you can find the Have Not Room on every podcast service pretty much. Um, and the main channel is Wicked Good Everything. The other channel that we do is Wicked Good Sports. So if you want to hear Chad and I talk about football and other sports, check us out over there. Um, trying to think of other stuff to promote. You can follow us on Twitter at WG Everything. Instagram, we can get everything. Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash we get everything. Occasionally, Ben will stream some among us over there. If you're looking for more social strategy games uh, and the TikTok, we may not be as big as some of the cast members of the season but uh yeah we have a tiktok it's we can get everything search it there and we will see you all in the next one